0: Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to network.com. Enjoy the show. We'd go Black Friday shopping <coughs> at midnight, and we'd be out all night. and It was cool, whatever. I, I didn't mind it. But then this last year, she, she went out at like 5.30. Like, not in the morning. In the evening of Thanksgiving.
1: And stayed out all night?
0: Yeah. Because that's when the sales started. Well, my family does Thanksgiving dinner, like, in the evening, and it's really nice. So I didn't want to leave some of my cousins. I never get to see. They live all over. They come back for Thanksgiving. So I didn't want to leave. So I didn't go last year. Because she went out at, like, 6 o'clock with her sister, and she came home at, like, 3.30 in the morning with, like, a car packed full of shit.
1: That's, like, insane.
0: It's insane. It's insanity. Yeah, I wouldn't do that.
1: That's insane in the membrane.
0: I would not I would not fucking do that for a minute. <clears throat> but ugh.
1: I was out for Black Friday one time in my entire life. It was when I was a senior in high school <clears throat> and my mother was getting me a Christmas gift, or basically uh laptop for school. And it was the first my first actual computer I was gonna have on my own. So I went out with her early in the morning to to get that and we went to Staples. I mm-hmm. went to and it wasn't like Walmart, luckily. It wasn't wild and crazy. There was a huge line, but luckily, like, I, I feel like the crazy people go to Walmart. And Walmart's if you want to go, like, you want to be organized, go somewhere else. Like, there's, there was no stampedes. Like, everybody was in an orderly fashion line, one after the other. It was like like a military thing or something like that, just walking in. I was like, oh, this is nice. This is pleasant.
0: I uh, went with my brother-in-law the one time. And... It's like one of the first years I've ever done this. He's like, "Hey, come with me. I want to get this really nice big honking TV." Okay, so we're waiting in this line, and I'm we're at Walmart. Huge fucking long line. We're waiting at what seems like hours. Like it feels like I'm at a ride at Disney World. Like that's how long I'm waiting in this line. Then we finally get up there, and a homeboy gives us a ticket. So we had to wait in line just to get a ticket. What you used this other ticket for was to get in a second line, Adam, to get the actual TV. Like, they weren't going to have a million fucking people waiting in a line when there was only 600 TVs. So you had to wait in a line to get a ticket. And they had exactly the number of tickets of how many TVs they had. Then the second line was to actually get it, but you had to have a ticket to wait in the other line. So we waited for fucking ever, and I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get this TV now, and they give us a fucking orange ticket. Then we had to go wait in another line. It's just as fucking long for another three hours. It was horrible. So when we get to the second line, I'm like, dude. I said, I can't fucking stand here anymore. He's like, I wasn't even getting one. It was just him. So he's just like, go ahead. You're like, I understand. I was like, I'll be back. So I just like walked around checking out the chaos of Black <laughs> Friday. And there were desktop, not laptop, desktop computers like in a good sized box. They were on a pallet stacked with like shrink wrap. And there's just like people like surrounding it, like sharks with chum in the water. And there's one like Walmart employee. Like standing on the edge of the pallet, like a little bit higher than everybody else, and he's got like a stopwatch, and like an air horn, dude, and he's like waiting for this certain time, and he like blows the horn, for this item, but so I'm like, I'm gonna go check this the fuck out. So I like weasel my way in. I'm I'm actually I got a good amount of people in front of me, a good amount of people behind me. I'm right in the shit. Okay, I'm it's right, like a mosh pit. You're I'm ready right in the shit. And I'm like, all right, this is happening. This is going to happen. I'm going to try to fucking get one. This is obviously something A+. plus. It's probably a good fucking deal if this many people want it. I'm going to try to get one. So before the guy ever, some asshole starts ripping the fucking shrink wrap off. It was getting close at the time. And the guy's like yelling at him. Like apparently they, the guy was like, I just want to take the shrink wrap off. I'm not going to grab the computer till you blow the air horn. But the guy's like, no, no, no. You can't even unwrap it until, well, he starts fucking doing this. These other people see him doing it. So they start ripping it off and then it was done. It was done. <laughs> people just go in there and they're, the guy just fucking mad at this point. He's like, fucking forget it. He like walks away. People are going in on it. It was like a mosh pit. It was like seeing an old friend at the mosh pit. But then you, I got one, okay. I, I, I got in there. I got one of these fuckers and I'm like, Walking away with it. I got under my arm like a football. I'm stiff arm, and people like I'm winning the Heisman Trophy. And <laughs> I get out of there. I go back to my brother. And I'm like, check this the fuck He's still waiting in line. I hardly moved from the spot I left him. I'm like, check this the fuck out. I got one of these. He's like, I was like, people were like getting bloody over it. It was so fucking cool. He's like, oh, that's awesome. Well, then uh, his wife... And my wife come over and checks. I'm like, look what I got. Chris's like, you're not getting that. (laughs) I'm like, it's probably a really good deal. She's like, I don't care. We don't fucking need that desktop computer. I'm like, oh. So I was like, there was like an This is my trophy. I'm like, I just felt really good about getting it. So I just like set it down on the cabinet. (laughs) Somebody picked that shit up. I got a really good deal. There was like none left on the (coughs) pallet.
1: Oh hell no! Hell yeah, no! Have there. you ever worked a job that had to deal with like Black Friday in that way? Hmm. Like a, like a convenience store job, where it's like you worked at, like a Walmart or uh, another type of sales store or something like that that has to deal with that kind of shit.
0: Not on Black Friday. <coughs> Uh-oh.
1: No. You did. Yeah, I did. Uh, I worked for a year at GameStop. Yes. Um, and at the time, I was working at GameStop in Eaton Park as a dishwasher. So I had a long ass day ahead of me because I had to go into GameStop at eleven o'clock at night. To go in, like it was like eleven at night, people are standing outside, lined up, ready for the big fucking deals. And I go inside. I'm like, here we go. Literally every single person that could be scheduled is scheduled, and we're all just in there, just waiting around. I'm sitting there, at one of the, I'm running one of the registers, and they were waiting for the big deals. I think uh, I want to say. No, I don't think Laura was there. then that, that I don't think she she might have swung by like later in the day or something like that. Maybe I don't know. I don't I don't remember seeing her, but I thought I I remembered seeing her. But yeah, I was there till like six in the morning. From I worked from midnight till six in the morning, and the only reason why I got off that early was so that I could go to work my other job at Eaton Park, and I had to work from like Eaton Park to from like six to like three o'clock. So I literally worked like thirteen, fourteen hours, something like that that day it sucked yeah. because they had to make sure they had a lot of people at the restaurant too because people go to black friday you know they go get their shopping done then they go decide to go out to eat
0: i remember that fucking america you hooked me up I yeah i did yeah so i was out black friday shopping i don't know if it was that, it might have been that same year
1: it had to have been it
0: might have been that same year that i was just telling the story from i was with krista my wife Mandy, her sister, and her husband Josh. And they have some young children. Um a 10-year-old who wanted the Xbox, I don't know whatever it was, 360 or 1, whatever one came out then. At the
1: time I, PlayStation I think maybe? it was I, I think it was it was a newer 360. I don't think the Xbox 1 came out at the time. I think it was like a newer like next I think generation it was the Xbox. I think it was a next generation Xbox 360 is what it was. He was getting
0: a gaming console. I'm pretty sure it was Xbox, might have been PlayStation, but Whatever they were getting him the game console, yeah, and they come with like those special packages. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. a bundle pack. Oh, I know, I yeah. sold them. What is that? What explain it?
1: It's basically like a basically it's it's normally when you buy a system, you just buy the system. You have to buy the game separately. So basically, any
0: other time of the year, you go to GameStop or Walmart, you buy an xbox it just comes with the game well like you, you can
1: they, they they don't just sell the bundle caps that then they sell them throughout the year but they cost a little bit more because you're buying like one or two games with the bundle okay so that, that's basically what it is. so it's like if the playstation costs like three hundred dollars if you buy the bundle it's like an extra sixty dollars if there's a game in there maybe an extra hundred dollars if there's two games in there usually it's a pretty good deal to do it that but way but
0: if you do it on black friday it's even less
1: yeah because they always have those they always have their big sales on black friday uh you, you they'll sell the, a lot of times sometimes sometimes they'll sell their bundles for like the regular price so that bundle might be like 300 dollars just for that bundle
0: so this is around the time uh, earlier in the night there was there's two at the time there was two game stops in our town right now there's only one but at the time there was two game stops and mandy had gone to both walmart and the other GameStop looking for this, what's called a bundle. Yeah. She was looking for an Xbox bundle for him. Both of them were completely sold out. So she's devastated, she's not gonna get it. Well, I said, well, hey, I got a guy who works at the other GameStop. Let me just, before we go over there and try to fight the crowd, let me just give him a call. So I called you, and whatever reason, I caught you at a good time. You were able to answer, I don't know if you're on break or whatever, and you were, I remember <laughs> you said, yeah. you were like, we have two left. So I'm like, can you, like, like push one underneath or something? You were like, we're not supposed to, but I fucking will. Yeah. So you, like, did it for us. So, like, we came there. Nobody, like, none out, and you had one put away for us. And my, my sister was like, oh, my God, I thank you so much. I, I'll, I could just kiss his face. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that was you. You saved the day. You saved a little kid's Christmas. <clears throat> so not all heroes yeah. wear
1: capes, Adam. Not all heroes wear capes. Beer the
0: show, beer the show. Okay, so funny story about this. I love a good story. Okay, so I had to go to a networking event for work. Two nights ago. Aren't you special? No, I didn't fucking want to go. But the (laughs) boss was—he claims he was out of town, but I think it was just a bunch of bullshit. He didn't want me. He didn't want to go, so he had me go for his debt. It was stupid. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not gonna like this. So what, what it was is a networking event, they had just like 25 tables set up of all kinds of local businesses. You go in, you, you get this free food and drink, which was kind of cool, but they give you a bunch of tickets. They give you like 10 or 15 tickets, and you got to go to each table, and each table had like a giveaway, a basket with some wine in it or something related to their business. And the the trick was you had to go to the table and talk to the representative. And they had to give you the pitch about their business. And then once you did that, you could put one of your tickets into their bag and they do a drawing to win whatever their prize is.
1: Let me guess, you were the you were the jackass there whenever somebody came up, you'd look at the other person and be like, No ticket. You were that guy, right? Well, I didn't You were have- so bored that you were just doing that all day. I
0: didn't have a table. Uh-oh. I was our business found out about this event late, so we didn't have a table. There was other businesses like me that were just walking around. He wanted me to like tell people about our business at the same time, learn about other businesses. So I had these tickets, and I'm walking around, and I get to the first three tables, and the one was a plumber, really nice guy or whatever, but I don't I fucking care about plumbing. Next one was like this. You say that
1: now, but then whenever next the toilet backs up, next one was like
0: this, up. like fitness drink type company, and I'm like. Like their their giveaway was like powders to make their shakes. And I'm like I don't fucking care about this. This isn't in my wheelhouse. The third one was a concealed carry permit class.
1: Oh great for
0: guns and stuff. Which again, that's fine. But I'm not into that. Well, it actually turned out to not be a bad thing because there was like half a dozen people there that I knew. Some people I really liked. They had free booze, free food. So I started chatting up some of my friends and. Before I know it, an hour's passed, and the guy starts like, taking all the bags. And I had like, eight tickets left. And I'm like, holy shit, I haven't been to any of these tables. So the very next one was a law office of somebody. And their giveaway prize was a case of beer. <laughs> and I think to myself, I walked right up to the lady. I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, hey, we're lofts or whatever. I said, yep, and here's all my tickets in for your beer because I don't have time to go to anybody else. So I put eight tickets in the one thing. They did the drawing, motherfucker won. Well, you
1: had the, <laughs> well, you had the advantage, sir. So
0: I won a case of beer.
1: And this is this beer then? Yes, it is Trogs, which we've
0: had Trogs on the show before. It is spelled T-R-O-E-G-S. It is from Hershey, Pennsylvania, the chocolate capital of the world, Adam. You ever been to Hershey, PA? I've been there twice. It's a great town. I recommend it. There's an amusement park there. No, you're not an amusement park guy, but it's just a really cool town. If you ever get a chance to go to Hershey, PA, go. Also, the Trogs Brewery is there. The beer of the show is the Sunshine Pills. I'm guessing it's a Pilsner. The that Sunshine Pilsner? Yes. First it says, guess. It says Pilsner right here. So, what do you want? Well, you go first this time. Tell me what you think um, of the beer in the
1: show. It's okay. It's like not really. Ha- it doesn't have that wow factor for me. Um, <clears throat> it's a nice casual beer. It's not too heavy of a beer, so it doesn't like sit at the bottom of my stomach. I can't tell how light the beer is, but it doesn't taste like it's too dark. It actually. No, it looks like it's a. It looks like it's a fairly light uh, colored beer. So we're drinking it from the brown bottles. Yeah. We normally pour it into a clear pint glass, but I didn't bring any today, so we're drinking um, from the beer. It's not terribly hoppy. Uh, it's 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 a little hot, but it's not too hoppy. But it's got it's got no wow factor. It's, it's it's an average beer. I would give it average. It's right middle of the road. You know, it's it's a nice casual beer, but don't go. Uh, Running out to your stores and just getting this case right now because it can wait. So you're still boycotting the giving the
0: numbers, right? Yeah, I'm
1: still boycotting giving. Okay,
0: numbers. well I'll go next. But who am I to judge? I actually really like Trogs, but I agree with you. This beer is very vanilla, and I don't mean it has a vanilla taste. I just mean it's very pedestrian. It's very plain Jane, and you get that from pilsners so a lot of times, like. Miller Light's a pilsner. And some of those other like really common watery beers are pilsners. So you can drink a lot of them. If you're the kind of person who likes to throw down some brewski's, then be go right the fuck ahead with a pilsner. If you're a
1: man that uses the term brewski's, then it's the beer for you, I guess. I guess. So I would probably rate this beer a two.
0: But, because of my major victory, because I won this in a game <laughs> of chance, I'm going to go ahead and give it some bonus points for that. I'm going to rate it a three. But that is the Trog Sunshine Pills, the beer of the show. So, Adam. Scotty. There's a, a movie coming out. Well... It's coming out in 2019, so they're working on it right now. They're in pre-production.
1: Around the the time when the next Game of Thrones is supposed to be coming out. Well, okay. So, you know my love for Disney. Yes, you are a man that loves to suck the Disney taint every now and then. Once
0: in a while. But uh, they've done something the last few years that some people are very critical of. I don't. I love it. But they've taken some of their classic animated movies and they've turned they're turning them into live action films they have they've done it with sleeping beauty maleficent they've done it with cinderella the jungle book beauty and the beast we both really enjoyed beauty and the beast but they did it with cinderella cinderella yeah they redid cinderella when in live action 2014 2015 one of the earlier ones i well, think maleficent which i really liked maleficent that was the first one i did not like cinderella and Jungle Book was just okay.
1: Jungle Book was great. I don't know what you're I talking did not, about. I love the original great. so much. That little boy was a great actor. Fantastic. He did do
0: a nice job, considering he was the only one in it. <laughs> yeah, He's, <laughs> He's the, the only, only human acting character. in front of a green screen. So, but anyway, the next film they're making, live action, is one of your favorites as a child growing up.
1: And that it is the Lion King, Adam. The Lion King. Are you excited? Nah, say when, yeah, yeah. Are you excited um, for the live-action Lion King coming yeah, in 2019? Here, yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm. I wouldn't say I'm excited. I'd say I'm looking forward to it. It looks like it'll be a fun movie. Um, I got a problem with it being called a live-action movie because there's not going to be any live-action in it because there's no people. So do you? It's well, all. It's all going to be CGI. So there's no real live-action involved. I
0: guess with Jungle Book, you had Mowgli. Yeah, he was at the least. sole live. Other than that, everything else. Avatar was kind of a 50-50, you know? Yeah. The, the scenes with the Nabi, that was all CGI.
1: Yeah, but, but yeah, they, they were still the actors using... They were had those little cameras on their face, so they were still technically acting. But yeah, for the most part, that was all CGI. I don't think they're going to get... James Earl Jones on all hands and knees, you know, acting like Mufasa. No, he's probably just going to do the voice, and they're going to animate it. So.
0: so that leads me right into my next part. They, they've released the cast list. And, and, and some things have happened. Would you, do you have it pulled up, Adam? I do, right here. Would
1: you like to read the cast list? It's almost like we were prepared for the show. Um, the cast list goes. And read it from start to finish. Okay. I'm going to read it from start to finish. Top bill, on according to IMDb, top bill. For the Lion King live action 2019, Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. So you throw the
0: soul, well not the soul, but one of the only white guys. Like one of three white people in this movie. you're going to
1: put him first. Pumbaa. Don't get me wrong. Pumbaa's a
0: great character, but certainly not a lead character. Never mind
1: your racist allegations, Scott. He's just not the main character. He's not Simba. Simba should be top bill.
0: It is called the Lion King. The Lion King. If not
1: that, then James Earl Jones at least deserves the top. But
0: I have have an issue with listing Pumbaa, Seth Rogen first. But carry on, Adam.
1: Carry on. uh, Next we've got Simba. Do you know who's playing Simba, Scotty? I know you know. I do, but tell the people. Donald
0: Glover. Love Donald Glover. Great man. Disney apparently loves him because he's cast as (coughs) young Lando Calrissian in the new Han Solo film, and now he's playing Simba, which is great. I love him in Community. Um, he
1: does that show at Atlanta. Here's what I'm about. Is he going to do both young and older Simba, or is he just going to do one of those two voices? You mean like
0: in the cartoon how Jonathan Taylor Thomas played young Simba, and then Matthew Broderick played yeah. uh, that's adolescent what I wanna, Simba, I that, guess? That, that's, what I,
1: that's what I want to know. Is he going to do the voice of both? Like, uh, he must
0: be. He must be. I don't know.
1: I guess. Um, next we've got the voice of Timon, voiced by Billy Eichner. Okay, not a lot to say there. Apparently, Billy Eichner. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, next, number four. Number four. Number four on the list. An insult, if you, if, if I may say so. This man might need to like go come at Disney because this is an insult, or at least come at IMDb because they are the ones that uh, order this list. James Earl Jones voicing Mufasa again,
0: because yes, as we know, he. Was the original voice of Mufasa in the Lion King animated classic? Yes, they're Fantastic bringing him back. Voice. They're bringing him back. He's another Disney legend as the voice of Darth Vader. Uh, you are
1: my son. He's great, and the one true king. I know. So remember I,
0: who you are. So, do you like that casting? Do you like James Earl Jones as Mufasa?
1: I, I lo- first of all, I love James Earl Jones to begin with. Okay, I love love his voice to begin with. Funny dude, um, absolutely. If if he if he's alive, why not bring him back? Like he's he did it great the first time. You don't you don't change the recipe if it tastes great. Like just let's do it again.
0: I'm gonna call you know? a quick timeout. Two things I found very interesting. You know the movie Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. Coming to America. Not not the Neil Diamond song. No, okay. The '80s film where he. Is from I can't remember the name of the the country he lived in Africa and he comes to Queen Why don't you just
1: pull Donald Trump and just make up an African uh, country name?
0: You've never seen coming to America? Yes, I've seen coming to America. Well, Don't don't be a dick about it. Say yes or fucking no. So you know how James Earl Jones. We've got an
1: hour to kill Scott. I have to vamp somehow.
0: (laughs) James Earl
1: Jones.
0: (laughs) James Earl Jones played his father the king. Yes. Okay. The queen who's James Earl Jones wife in that food who played the queen was the voice of Sarabi, who was Simba's mother in the animated. Sarabi. Her name is Sarabi, right? Okay. So Mufasa and Sarabi were, I wish I knew her name, it escapes me, but James Earl Jones and and the female actress were king and queen in both The Lion King and Coming to America.
1: There's a fun fact for you. Uh, I'm going to look her name up real quick. She deserves respect. And while
0: we're talking about Coming to America, I saw a great fan-made trailer that was half black panther half coming to america it was like eddie murphy as the black panther it was hilarious i'll I'll share it to our facebook page if you go to facebook and you search for for your distraction like us on there you'll check out these videos
1: the person that voiced sarabi in the original one her name and i may be butchering the pronunciation mad sinclair m-a-d-g-e so
0: mad respect The person who
1: is voicing her in the new one, her name is Alfre Woodward. Okay, so go go ahead. Once again, pronunciation be damned.
0: Continue reading the uh, cast list. All right, we've got
1: get the next one. Scar, very important voice, very important to get this right. Uh, The name is Chuetta Egiufor. I I I understand. I butchered the shit out of it. I understand that. I don't know how to pronounce it.
0: Go to the next one.
1: Uh, next one we have. Actually, hang on a second. Yeah, this the guy that the guy does voice. He's remember the movie Doctor Strange. He's he was the uh um the side kind of like the sidekick side character that was teaching uh um Doctor Strange all his stuff. The only black guy in Doctor Strange. Remember him.
0: Oh, the guy who gave him the the Wi-Fi password. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. great. That was a fun. Scene on. That. Yeah, okay.
1: that's the guy that does a voice for Scar. Okay. Um, moving on, Kamari, Keegan, Michael Key. Love Keegan Michael Key. Love him. Love him. Who was Kamari?
0: I don't know. Maybe that's a different. Maybe that's a new character in this. I don't. I don't recall that character. But moving on, because we're almost to.
1: Anyway, we next one we've got voices of Robbie. Like I said, Alfred Woodward. Now we come to the other person you're excited about. The voice of Nala,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Beyonce herself, Queen B, Beyonce herself.
0: Yes, and this is this is one I'd like to go in depth <coughs> with. I, I want to talk about okay. Beyonce being cast as Nala. But let's continue. Let's finish this list before I before I rant. All right, fair enough. Okay. Uh,
1: we've got Zazu. We need an Englishman, obviously. I think they picked a good one in this one, John Oliver.
0: Love John Oliver. <coughs> Love him. So that's a good
1: choice. All right. Next we have Azizi. Uh, Who's which, Azizi? I'm assuming like Azizi and Kamari. I'm assuming those are like the hyenas. I'm assuming those got to be like the hyenas. Anyway, he uh, Azizi is going to be Eric Andre.
0: Okay, I know him, a comedian. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: next we have Rafiki. John Connie.
0: And unfortunately, the actor who played Rafiki in the <coughs> original, the 94 animated, just recently passed away in the last couple weeks. Yeah. So I did see that. So, okay.
1: Um, next we have Shenzi. Uh, played by Florence Kasombi, okay. which I'm assuming once again is the third hyena uh, And this next two entries answer my earlier question uh, We have young Simba and young Nala uh, okay. young Simba is being played by JD McCrary and Young Nala is Shahadi Wright Joseph
0: Okay, so so yeah, so we do have young Simba yes. and young Nala. Okay, that answered our question We We obviously didn't do our homework before this but I want to revisit The casting of Beyonce as Nala, the love interest of Simba, the the eventual queen of the Pride Lands. How do you feel about that choice, Adam? Be honest.
1: I've always felt weird about the whole love interest uh, in the Lion King in in general in the first place because the thing you gotta remember is Nala and Simba are brother and sister. That's the thing. Are they? Well, there's only one lion. Is Is that how
0: prides work?
1: I yeah, there's only one lion as far as I remember. I didn't see any other lions there. Did you? I mean, yes, there was. I, I mean, there, besides no, besides Scar, no male lions
0: besides Scar. Yes, the female lions are like Mufasa's harem. I guess is that what you'd say?
1: I guess I would say that.
0: But you do see that Nala and Simba have different moms.
1: Yes, they have different moms. So, They're, like, okay, they're, half, they're siblings, half siblings. Yeah. So so does does that make it right, though, Scott? In the
0: animal kingdom, Adam, that's every day.
1: Yeah, but we're anthropomorphizing these uh, these animals. <laughs> so, I mean... No,
0: um, well, you know what Billy Bob Thornton said in the Bad News Bears <laughs> when he was talking about th- a tie? A th- I know they say a tie is like kissing your sister, but imagine that your sister's really, really hot.
1: <laughs> National Treasure, <laughs> Billy Bob yeah, Thornton. Okay,
0: so do you like the casting?
1: I don't. Of Beyonce care. You don't care. I. I. Beyonce is a fantastic musical artist. She is a obviously an amazing seeker with a voice of an angel, but I more cared about the casting of Pumbaa and uh, Simba, Timon and Mufasa because and Rafiki because. To me those are like those those are the big voices we're going to hear throughout the entire movie. We're going to hear Timon and Pumbaa throughout the entire movie. We're going to hear Simba throughout the entire movie. We're going to hear Scar throughout the entire movie. Not really going to hear Nala. She wasn't really in the movie that much. And to be perfectly honest with you, in the cartoon, the majority of you, what you see with Nala is when she was young. So, I didn't really think I didn't really think that Nala would be I obviously all voice casting is an incredibly important decision. I didn't really think Nala was like Top bill like to be important, but as far as picks go, I don't think you can go wrong with Beyonce. Obviously, she can sing her ass off. We all know that. So, any uh, song they give her, and we know it's a given they quote live action, Lion like, thing they're going to be doing, they're going to be adding at least five or six new songs that we never heard before. So,
0: would you consider yourself a fan of Beyonce? I
1: enjoy her, okay. I don't, but I don't listen to her in my daily routine. I guess you would say. I don't think I've ever like actively sought out a Beyonce song to listen to. If it's on, I'll be like, "Oh, that's a good song." And I'm if I'm in the mood for it, I might change it. Or
0: I mean, she's all over the radio. So, so if you're ever listening to radio, I don't listen. The thing is, I don't. If listen you walk to radio. into
1: a bank and they're playing the radio, <laughs>
0: yeah, you you hear a Beyonce song. I
1: I will say I absolutely recognize she's a fantastic music artist. I just don't actively seek her music out for the most part. Okay, well, I'll
0: I'll give you my opinion on it. I am, I am a fan of Beyonce. I love her. I think she is an incredible talent. She has the voice of an angel. Not only that, she's beautiful, and she is getting up there in age, and she is still gorgeous. She just had a kid, and she's She, she just had twins. She's had three kids now. I just I love her to death. I think she is so talented. And I love the casting of this. I think it is great. I love this pick. So you and I are both, you're just, you're okay with it. And I love it. Adam, the internet disagrees
1: with us. Really?
0: The internet
1: hates this. I don't under, I don't understand how the internet does, because the internet hates this. I think part of the reason why, and this might be like really dumb of me and I absolutely recognize it, part of the reason why I don't jump on the Beyonce train so much is because everybody else like wants to bow down and worship her so much. Like me, Queen B. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And that's fine. But because of that, it's like the Kanye West train. Like Kanye West sees him as like sees himself as like the next thing since Jesus Christ. And other people recognize him as like he is the great one of the greatest musical artists of our time, I of our generation. Kanye. I do love And Kanye, I yeah. think that attitude steers me away from that a little bit. So like I think the attitude of like people worshiping Beyonce kind of steers me a little bit away from it. Because I'm like. That's everybody's got flaws. Let's be honest. Like, there's no re- reason to worship people like that. It's kinda like you with Disney. Like, I always come at you with Disney because you are easily like if the admission to Disney was taking a load for Mickey Mouse, no matter who was in the costume, if they changed that to be their admission, you would easily like succumb to that just to go into the Disney park. And obviously that's over exaggeration, but the price I'm, keeps going up, Adam. <laughs> I, 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 I might consider it. Okay. That's obvious over exaggeration though, but what I'm saying is because of that, I always have to be the opposite end of you to like, be like, let's be honest, like, Dis- like Disney's great, but, like, you know, uh, Walt Disney was kind of racist, so.
0: So, I don't know about all that, but I'm going to get back to the whole Beyonce <coughs> thing and the internet. I was reading, it, the, one of the worst places in in the entire universe to go is the comment section of Facebook. Stay out of it. Just steer clear, any any good advice to anybody out there, don't go near a comment section. Unless you're trying to troll with some dank memes, then it's okay. But if you're just going to actually see what other people have to say, just... These are the assholes who elected a pussy grabbing reality star president don't, of the United don't, States. Don't These don't don't. These are the same people who you did
1: this. You can't say that every single time. You can't you can't make that comparison every single time, I Scott. I just
0: fucking. Did. But you
1: can't do it, I sir. Can't, can't I can most it. certainly can't. Well, here's the problem with making that comparison every single time: it loses all its meaning. And now it's like, oh, Scott's saying it again. No, it's not it losing its meaning. It loses all its meaning. It's, it's
0: reinforcing it. It's mm. showing you. on a daily basis, you're seeing the visceral, uh, the hatred, and the absolutely asinine comments coming from the populace. And it makes me lose faith in humanity. I take
1: an intro to public speaking class, and they will tell you it's important to reinforce your point without repeating the same thing over and over and over again. I will say,
0: I will say that, you know me, I'm a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed optimist, and I wake up in the morning, you know... (laughs) Ah, oh, give a good stretch. Look at the sunshine. Think to myself, what a beautiful day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab. I don't believe anybody. Wakes I'm up gonna like that grab today by the, the balls. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna grab today by the nutsack, and I'm gonna I'm gonna attack it. I'm thinking to myself, you know, people are, are inherently good. I think the majority of people out there are good fucking people. Then I go to Facebook and I read the comment section. And then I change my tune. I say, the only way we can rid the world of this is with fire. Kill it with fire. Fire
1: (laughs) and brimstone. (laughs) We
0: we need to destroy this and start over because there's no hope for humanity.
1: So what is a Facebook comment saying? About it? Well, so I read, I read, I read one. Cause I, I am actually shocked because like I said, everybody worships Beyonce. So I'm actually shocked that people are people, saying, and even I'm saying like, it's a, it's, it's a good pick. I, I, I don't mind the pick. It's, it seems like it's a good pick. What are these people saying? One of the comments was people were saying, I,
0: I love the Lion King. The Lion King is my favorite Disney movie of all time. And I will not be going to see this movie because you cast Beyonce in it. And I'm like, oh boy, look out, Disney! Did, you're not getting this chick 750. <laughs> this really matters to you.
1: Did I uh, like, see
0: you later, bitch?
1: Did I uh, really
0: shed some tears on that one?
1: This person or anybody else going into any details for why? Or are they just like they, they, no, they didn't. But
0: I responded because I had to. I, I gave a link to the Bone Thugs and Harmony songs. I'll see you at the crossroads. <laughs> so we won't see we won't see her anymore. Her name was Megan. She's not cause she's not gonna do it. We'll see Megan at the crossroads. She we won't see it at the theater in 2019 because she's boycotting other people. John John had said that after her, I'm using air quotes, anti police Super Bowl halftime show. He doesn't understand why Disney would cast somebody who's so clearly anti-law enforcement. Adam, we talked about this on the show before. She's not. That's completely... People took that. That was fake news. That was fake news. They say that she dressed up like a Black Panther She did kind of look like
1: the Black Panther. They did kind of look a little bit like the Black Panther. But, but, okay, maybe
0: if you're ignorant and you you think that, that's fine. But what she was really doing was paying tribute to Michael Jackson when he played the Super Bowl halftime show a decade before. He had the same outfit on, the black with the with the almost looked like a Klingon <laughs> wharf thing across him. It was kind of gold. And she did the same thing. Now, she had, like, those hot pants on because her legs. Beyonce's legs for days. She's got to have her oh, legs. yeah, she does. She's got to have her oh, legs Oh, yeah, up. she does. So it was not supposed to be some anti-police black
1: pants. No, Panther I don't believe thing. it was any type of anti-police black pants. It was, not, not, it was, it was
0: showing tribute to Michael Jackson because it's what he wore.
1: Well, that's probably just as wrong to show tribute to Michael Jackson, too. What's wrong with MJ? Because of you know, his, his latter years of, you know, the kidly fiddling and things like that. Alleged. Alleged kidly fed Well then he was Kevin, never Kevin Spacey allegedly did all that stuff. Oh, and, we're going to get into that later too. Yeah, and then uh what's his name? Film producer Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein allegedly did all this stuff. So we can't blame them for that then if we if we're going to defend Michael Jackson.
0: I'm just saying Michael, just, Michael just Jackson saying too? Michael Jackson isn't alive to defend himself. But,
1: but he was at the time when these allegations And he were, was never
0: convi- never convicted of a crime. Harvey Weinstein's going to jail, dude, and I
1: wouldn't be surprised if. So if he di- so if Harvey Spacey Weinstein like dies before then, we can no longer blame him for anything because like, well, he died; he was never convicted. But that's not what happened with Michael
0: Jackson. He wasn't found guilty, and he died much long much later. But if, if he would have still been in trial and just died, then.
1: But come on, that's we all, different. We all know. that. Do you know? Were you there? Were you fondled? We all know. Do you hashtag me too? Nobody builds a carnival in their backyard and names their kid Blanket.
0: He obviously does.
1: If they weren't like, you know, come on.
0: No, I'm not not buying it. Innocent until proven guilty, Adam. Innocent until proven guilty. That is the American legal system. He was never proven guilty. Has Bill
1: Cosby been proven guilty yet? I think he admitted.
0: I think he admitted to some of it.
1: Did he? I think so. I think he's in big trouble too, but. I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. I thought he was still denying it, so.
0: I think he's denied some of them, but I don't know. Hey, Time's gonna tell him that too, so fuck you. But I don't understand the hatred for Beyonce. I don't get it. Why do people suck? Why does the internet suck at him?
1: Well, let's be honest. Most of those are probably trolls. Most of those are probably people like you that are just going on there to create a stink for no reason.
0: One more comment I I heard, I saw this from a bunch of people. I don't understand why they just don't keep the same cast. And this takes me back to James Earl Jones. People say Scar should always be Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons was an incredible Scar. His voice. Oh, yeah. Great. I don't think James Earl Jones should have been cast as Mufasa. Really? I don't. And here's why love James Earl Jones, love what he did but it's time to turn the page Adam. The 1994 animated classic (coughs) The Lion King is amazing on it's own if we're doing something new
1: it's time to turn the page. Well based on that logic then when Rogue One came out he shouldn't have been the voice of Darth Vader
0: but you're not you're not redoing anything. You're, it's a continuation. That's Apple's kangaroos. I'm, I'm just saying, like no, you know, you're trying to we, turn the
1: page on a new story. You know, like it's not a new story,
0: Adam. It's it's in the same timeline. But who? This is a completely Who a else
1: could do the voice of Mufasa? Though, who else I could. could?
0: If if Disney's gonna pay me,
1: I will okay. Be I will reiterate that. Who Simba? else? Who else could do it. Who else could do the voice of Mufasa and not sound like there's a dick in their mouth? and not sound like they suck. Not me, but not <laughs> That's me. what I'm saying. You have a classic voice, and it's not like he's the main character. If he's the main character, I might agree with you, but he's not, Mufasa's not the main character in the movie. He's only in the first part of the movie, and he shows up later on as, like, a vision to Simba. Like, he's not the main character, and who else could you, that's a legendary voice for a legendary character, like, in it's such an epic Morgan voice. Morgan Freeman. I, no, Morgan I don't believe that, I don't believe that would work as Mufasa. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman is a god when it comes to his voice. He has such a sultry voice, but it doesn't command authority.
0: And Jeremy Irons doesn't? <laughs> if you're gonna put Mufasa as James Earl Jones, then Jeremy Irons should be scar.
1: I wouldn't disagree with you on that because it was an amazing voice. Maybe do you think first of all you're questioning Disney? You sir are questioning Disney and their I infinite think, wisdom. I just don't. Do think you, it should be maybe, James you think maybe you think do you think maybe Disney didn't go through a whole bunch of different voices and none of them sounded right to the point where they were like, "I let's call up James Earl Jones and see if he can do it because, like, I let's be honest, Disney probably went through some voices and they realized none of them sounded right. You need like a to be Mufasa the king. The king of Pride Rock, the original king, you need a deep commanding voice. And what's what says deep commanding voice, none other than the voice of Darth Vader himself, James Earl Jones?
0: There's a couple, there's a couple I can think of, but you know what? I, it's whatever. I think they should have gotten somebody new. It's time to move on from from the original. But instead, they opened that can of worms. So now you got people saying here, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He should come out of retirement and be it. They should dig up the guy who played Rafiki and and fucking Jason Voorhees' ass back to life so he can play it. (laughs) Jason Voorhees'
1: ass.
0: (laughs) Like, like that's fucking bullshit. No, all these fucking people, they want to see their original 1994 movie that they love just as live action. I don't want that. I don't want that. Just like Jungle Book, slightly changed. There was a couple new added scenes. Maleficent was fantastic, but it was a completely different point of view of Sleeping Beauty. Um, they added a lot of scenes to they Beauty changed, and the Beast.
1: Maleficent changed the story. They didn't. It wasn't a point. different point of view. They they completely changed they the story. They did not change the story completely. They changed completely. the story. They
0: took it from a different point of view. You're seeing it but from we Maleficent saw the, but we instead saw, of Aurora. But
1: we saw the end of that story where Maleficent is now, like, good. But they we saw the end of that story. It, because it Sleeping the story. Beauty
0: ended before you saw that.
1: We saw Maleficent get slain by the prince in the dragon form when she tried to burn down the whole and fucking And you see place. that
0: in Maleficent. But what you don't see is her live
1: from it. And she didn't that's she why did. she did Adam. she didn't they changed the story
0: all i know is i love beyonce i think she's fantastic she's gonna do a great job in this film james earl jones i do, do love good- him i do love him and i know we've already seen him do a good job so we know he's gonna do awesome i just feel they could have they could have brought some new blood in there for that but that's i can't wait to see it in 2019
1: can't yeah. wait I, I i look forward to i, re- I reiterate my point though like you said, it's Disney. they know what they're doing they always they always plan ahead i I believe wholeheartedly that they did some casting for Mufasa. couldn't find anybody that was right. That's what I believe. Hamlet with Lions so I watched episode one of a new show on Hulu, yeah, it's called I Love You America and it is a Sarah Silverman show okay. Um, basically, what this show is, it's kind of hard to describe because I wouldn't say it's a talk show and I wouldn't say it's a skit show or anything like that. Basically, the way the show runs, or at least as far as episode one runs, <coughs> uh, it starts off with like a beginning monologue kind of thing where she's talking to the audience and then she goes to like a pre recorded thing and then she has like an interview afterwards with somebody else. In this particular episode, the pre recorded thing was she went to, um, one of the southern states i maybe might have been texas might have been somewhere else where she went uh to have an interview kind of with a family that voted for trump and they were like hardcore conservatives and it wasn't like a sit-down interview it was more like one of those kind of things where she showed up with a camera crew and they were like chit-chatted and had like an evening together and they had dinner together and she helped them cook dinner and while they were doing this it was like like conversations were happening and they would chit-chat i think what she's doing with the show is she is a very liberal democrat and i think she's trying to bridge the gap between the liberals and the conservatives that's why she did this and when she did this she didn't like go and accuse him like why did you vote for trump she was like so you voted for trump what was the reason for doing that and they would have like conversation it was really kind of interesting to be honest with you oh yeah yeah um but the beginning of the show um I didn't know they did this. I didn't know that you could do this on Hulu, and I guess it makes sense because Hulu's not like a cable oriented show. um she was talking about like what the show is supposed to be about, and she was like, anybody that like thinks the show's gonna be one thing, you're wrong like it it like there really hasn't been many shows like this before, like it's not a talk show, it's not a skit show, and she started like going into this like monologue thing, and she was talking about how like, oh you know um. Like, the, like, she got into talking about, like, the human body and how we're all humans and our bodies are a beautiful thing. And she was like, look, we've got two naked people right here, man and a woman. And it pans the camera over and cock and balls right there in front of your face. And naked just, woman. Just
0: cock and balls, though, naked woman. Yeah,
1: naked woman, too. Yeah, naked woman too. I don't know if she got, like, uh, she called ahead of time to, like, some audience members if they want to do it or if she hired actors. I'm assuming she hired actors to do it. But literally in the audience for the entire show, front row. Two naked people there. A friend of mine was a nude model. Oh, yeah?
0: Yeah. Like, in New York City, she uh, (coughs) nude modeled. Yeah. Like, she went into art classes and took her gear off, and people (laughs) painted her. (laughs) Not painted her, like, painted
1: her. Images of her. Paintings of her, yes. Um, These weren't models, put you that way, or they were some kind of models, because they weren't, like, they weren't your typical naked models you see on TV. Were they They fat shits or something? They weren't. They I wouldn't say no. They're not fat, but they weren't in shape. They were—they had some flab. You know, they were a little blubber. Little, they had a little, little bit of package to them. You know, a little bit. You know, they weren't like overweight or anything like okay. that. But they weren't like your typical models or anything. And I, it, to be honest with you, I didn't—I didn't expect that from Hula Show. I was just right there in front of my face, cock and balls. You keep revisiting vi- vagina. You keep visiting. You go cock and balls because first. it was the first thing that she showed. That's why. It was the first thing, and then they panned over to the woman, like, and then they panned over, like, you know, showing her, and it was like, she, and it was like, all right, I get, I get what you're doing, it's interesting, you can do it every show, probably not, hopefully not, it'll get old after a while, um, but she ended the show with an interview with a particular individual, her name is Megan Phelps, I don't know if you know who Megan Phelps is, Scott, the daughter of Fred Phelps from the Westboro Baptist Church. I don't know if it's exactly Fred. But who was the? There was the patriarch, the one that started it all.
0: Fred Phelps. He's the one who just recently Wasn't, passed away. But he may he burn
1: in hell. Was it, he was the? But like she was, she's like 27 now. So wouldn't she be like the granddaughter?
0: Oh, maybe she's the yeah, granddaughter. She, yeah,
1: she's like she's like my age, basically. Okay. So that's why I'm that's why I'm asking. Like, I'm guessing she's the granddaughter. Okay. But anyway, I don't know. I don't know, bro. Anyway, she was she was one of the Phelps uh, children that left the Westboro Baptist Church, who decided that she didn't want to be a part of what they were selling. I guess you would say. And she had a really interesting story to tell. And actually, uh, it's really weird that I watch a show. I watch it right after I listened to a Kevin Smith podcast, and he had on Megan Phelps. And they had like an hour long discussion of her journey from where she was to where she is now. And I encourage anybody uh, that knows about the Westboro Baptist church to listen if if not watch the sarah Silverman show listen to the episode that kevin smith had on because it shines an interesting light on the phelps family because the way she the way she talks about it because they are her family basically and she disagrees with the way they do things but it's interesting the way she talks about it she says that they say hateful things but they don't hate people and the way she explains it is The way the way that they understand like religion and the Bible and the way that they understand what they're doing, they wholeheartedly believe they are doing good, that they are not hating people because what they think like, for example, when they hold up signs like fags will burn in hell or you will burn in hell to them. Like this is coming straight from her mouth to them. That's not them hating people. That's them trying to inform people you need to stop your hateful ways or you will burn in hell.
0: Like your sinful ways, yes, not your you, hateful ways. Well,
1: you, yeah, your, your sinful ways. You yeah. you must stop your sinful ways or you will burn in hell. Like the way she explained it, obviously she said, and everybody agrees with her that the way they went about doing it was completely wrong and they weren't thinking of the families of the people they were protesting and everything and all this other bullshit. But it was an interesting way of thinking about it where these Phelps, these West, Westboro Baptist Church people, for the most part, when they do their protests, if what she said is true, they aren't a hateful group they spew hateful speech but to them it's not hateful they wholeheartedly believe that they are doing god's work and they are trying to save souls by doing it by doing it
0: at a funeral for a soldier who died in combat
1: that's god's work to to them to them from her own words to them what they are what they're doing is they are wholeheartedly Preaching is what they're trying to. They're trying to preach. I understand that.
0: I understand that.
1: She's not, she's not defending. By the way, by the way, for those of you wondering, she's not defending them. She's absolutely saying the way they go about it is wrong and what they're doing is wrong. That's why she left. What she is saying is there is a belief system in there.
0: I get that part, Adam. I understand what you're saying. They believe that homosexuality is a sin. Therefore, you're a sinner. Therefore, you will go to hell. You won't, yes, you won't go to heaven. You will burn in hell. I get that. So by them standing on streets holding up signs that say fags will burn in hell, they're trying to educate people. Hey, turn away from your homosexual lifestyle. Come to Jesus and you'll be saved. I get that. But why the fuck are they going to these funerals of soldiers, of fucking heroes, people who died defending our country? A, a, A soldier who's heterosexual, Who's married with kids who died in battle? Why there?
1: I think I think what Why it, it you is. I go to well, San think
0: Francisco it, and on the street corner. I think I what it is to
1: them, I think what it is to them is he died defending a country, and in this country, it promotes the sinful ways. The the America to them, this is what I'm interpreting promotes these sinful ways, and by dying to defend this country, they're doing something wrong.
0: I just <laughs> and there and what well,
1: she goes in she goes into a great amount of detail in the kevin said podcast. the reason the way that the reason why she left was she actually she was the one that started their Twitter account, she was the one that uh started their Twitter account and was getting online and you know talking socially with people and everything like that, and when people started finding out that Westboro officers had a Twitter account, a lot of people, as internet does oh, started dear. started coming at them and trolling them or you know calling them names and everything like that and the thing of it is and she said something really interesting in the interview with kevin smith was when people came at them and insulted them and said that they're hateful people and they're going to go to hell and this and the other thing all it did was reinforce their beliefs because apparently there's a line in the Bible somewhere that says it's a good thing if people hate you for what you say because people don't want to hear what they don't want to hear or some shit like that. So by people going to them and spewing hate speech at them it reinforces their will and she said the re she said that's what happened with her she said when people started coming at her with hate speech and just insulting her she was like i'm doing something right here because i'm this is what i'm doing she said that the way that she turned away from the church and realized what she was doing wrong was people started coming at her and having conversations with her and started Counting her ideas with other ideas like well. Yes, I understand what your beliefs are But you know your protests and these funerals. What did you ever think about the families though the people that lost these people and After like so much time of doing that she started to question her own beliefs Which is an interesting way of looking at things? I think like you can't counter these people these hateful people with hate you have to counter them with alternate ideas
0: I watched a documentary on the Westboro Baptist Church oh years ago, and at the time, they had, like, maybe a dozen members. And it might have even been her at the time. She might have been one of them. They don't have a large congregation. They do not have a large following at all.
1: They, according to her, she she talked about that, too. Because chemists uh, of asked her, like, well, I mean, it's basically you and your family. And she's like, well, it's grown since then, because... Like after September 11th, after we started growing in popularities, there were people that came to us. And usually we don't let people like outside the family join the church. But, you know, we will make exceptions and we will let certain people join the church that are outside. And she said we started letting more and more people in.
0: Did she say what the number was up to? Because she didn't say
1: it wasn't it wasn't high. It was not high. OK,
0: because when I watched this documentary, which I said was years ago, <clears throat> which I remember the name of it, I give credit. But it was only family members. There was yeah. nobody else. But that's how it started. The yeah. Phelps family, and it was like people who had married into the family too. Like, but uh, it was just family. And I'm yeah. like, there's all eleven people here. Like they're not that big of a deal. I told the story once on the podcast before. I saw them. I saw them once. I, uh, as I mentioned on here, one of my favorite holidays is Groundhog Day. I love Groundhog Day. It is incredible. I've gone to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania three times to celebrate Groundhog Day. And one of the times I went, you know, we, we go to Gobbler's Knob, which is where the the magic happens. Yeah. And you, there's a whole bunch of drunk people having a good time. It's freezing cold. It's the middle of the night. You're tired. You're, but it's it's a lot of fun. And as I'm getting up to the knob and I get off the bus, because you had to take a bus to get there, I'm walking to get to my spot, I look over, and who's here? The Westboro Baptist Church <laughs> with their God hates fag signs and you will burn in hell. And they were they were calling us. Are you ready for this, Adam? We were idolaters. I was gonna, that's the word I was thinking. We were again. idolaters because we were worshiping a rodent. <laughs> so I apparently am going to burn in hell because I've been to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, for Groundhog
1: Day a couple of apparently times. Apparently, if you don't and repent,
0: and I wanted so badly, they actually had a little. There was only there was three of them. There was three people there holding signs, and they had a little fence off area where they stood, and there was police in between. It was like the Westboro Baptist Church, a very small fence, police. And then a group of maybe twenty or thirty people screaming obscenities at them. The police were there for their own protection, yeah. Like to, because like, people wanted to rip them the fuck apart. And I kind of wanted to join in, but I didn't. I at least wanted to go walk over there. One of them had a bullhorn, so he was yelling bullhorn yeah. shit. And so I didn't. I, I went and get to my spot. I was, I was there to have a good time. I wasn't there to go through bullshit, but. That was my experience with the Westboro Baptist Church. I've seen them. I've seen
1: yeah. them. After listening to uh, this person talk about uh, the way that she left, it kind of reinforces my ideas about certain things, like uh, Al Qaeda, for example. Uh, everybody, we, we're we're basically at war with the Taliban for the most part. We're at war with Al Qaeda. We're supporting, trying to take down the terrorists for the war most part. War against terror. Yes. Whether it's the Taliban. Okay. al-qaeda we're, isis yeah. all of them yeah, we're, we're, we're at war against terror we're at war against terror and it's i've all i've said it i said it for years and i keep saying it we can't that's the war we cannot win because we're fighting an ideology we're fighting an idea yep. and the only way to change your idea is with I- ideas that counter their ideas. The only way we could change them. They think that Americans are just hateful people that want to take over the world. Show them that America, show the young people that Americans are not that way. Show the people that are still young enough to embrace those ideas that no, that's not how American necessarily is. There are some Americans that are like, that yes, but a lot of Americans are just good people. And you know, that's not the way the world works. The America does not want to take to kill your entire people as of right now uh <laughs> but I, but that's that's that reinforced my ideas like you fight ideas with better ideas and that's and that's the way that uh megan phelps left the church her ideas were fought not with hatred and arguments and just spewing hate speech but with better ideas that made her rethink her situation it and, it's easy to fight an idea it's not so easy no to it's like a belief Beliefs I and ideas I, are different. I consider ideas kind of the same thing. For me. I,
0: I kind of do too. But they don't. Those people don't. <laughs> it's not just an idea in their head. Because you can change an idea. I changed my mind. Had a great idea. Hey, it doesn't work out. I'm going to do something different. A belief is whether regardless if you're Muslim, if you're Christian, if you're Jewish, if you're Hindu, if you're Buddhist, that is your faith. That is your belief structure. It is very hard to change that.
1: But Megan Phelps and all the other people that have left the Westboro, because there have been other people, other children. She said she's had cousins. She has a sister that left with her, too. There are, it is, she is. She and those people are proof that you can, it can be done. It can be done. Well, it absolutely can be done. I don't
0: know if she said this in the show or in the podcast. <sighs> when they left, are they, like, shunned from yes, their family? they're shunned yes like like scientologists and amish yeah, they like, can they
1: can't not have any contact with them they can't have any phone calls social media contact nothing they really? left they left and because as far because to the family they turned they turned away from the family and the family's doing god's work they turned away from god for the most part and they're they they shun them from away from the family that's what it is and she 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 goes in a great depth about that she says that she does not condone what they do but they are still her family they she grew up with them like everybody she says outside the church everybody thinks that all they spew is hate speech and all they talk about is what their their next protest is going to be but she says you know when we're inside the home like we talk about how was your day at school you know we talk about like normal family friendly things that you people talk about in your own households but we also do they go to school yeah yeah they go to school like a regular school i think so yeah because like well, like in Topeka, well, Kansas, they well, go to, like, they go to Topeka Public Fred, School. Fred Fred Phelps, the person who started the church, he was a lawyer, and one of the big things, one of the big things, like he was part of, he's like he said, like education is an incredibly important part of the family. Like we want to get educated, like we want to educate our kids, like and to listen to this woman talk, she sounds like an extremely educated individual. She doesn't she doesn't like talk nonsense like you and me were doing right I, now. She's I just, I, I figured they'd they they homeschooled. I think they actually like, go to school. That's
0: crazy cakes to me. How do they not get bullied? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Attacked by somebody in that school. What about if there's an
1: LGBTQ plus person in that high school? I'm sure a lot of issues. Like I said, I'm pretty sure they went to school. They, they they might have been homeschooled. I don't know, but they but from what she told, uh, from what she said on the interview, education was an incredibly important part of the family. She said everybody had to be educated. They it had to they had to go they had to go to school. He said he said talk. like she said that her their grandfather and their parents like they like her grandfather was a lawyer. He had his own law firm. Like like it was an incredibly important part to like be educated. Like wow yeah. Like, it's, it's, to listen to this interview, it p- shines a new light. It doesn't defend, it, the interview does not defend anything they do, but it shines a new light on the ideas of how, how to reach these people, how to try to change their ideals. You have a little twinkle in your eye. It's almost I like do. you have newfound respect. Re- because it reinforces what I've been saying. I've been saying for so long, you can't fight these you can't fight idealism and beliefs with hate speech and just war and you can't fight these like you have to fight these ideas with better ideas you and people and the thing is like people don't believe they'll say oh they'll just they'll just you know they'll they'll you know wash away they'll it'll go right over the head they won't even listen to it but there will be a select few that will hear those ideas and hear those things and say and start questioning their own beliefs and be like is this right what i'm doing and she is proof that that is what that was. She is proof that her ideas were questioned by other people that came at her with better ideas. I'm more cynical about it
0: than you because I've been trying to do this. And in today's day and age, with with the false narrative out there, with the air quotes here, fake news that you're hearing and and, and the majority of people believing this bullshit, I, I don't know how I don't know how to to do that. I honestly don't know how to to tell people, hey, that's that's not true. Like what you, what you just said is not true, and they don't believe you. They don't well, I think part you. of it is you. Part or of you it- say something the opposite. You say something that's completely
1: true, and they say that's not real.
0: How do you how do you argue with people that you can't change your mind with facts?
1: I wha, who that's, don't believe facts. That's part that's part of the issue is you can't use straight up facts, and that's part of the issue because <laughs> if and I and if I could be wrong, but from what I heard from the interview, what she would talk about is they wouldn't come at her and say this you are wrong, you are wrong in this. This is the way it actually is. They would come at her with as a con as two people talking instead of one person arguing with the another person, like. A lot of times when you're on social media and I, I, I enjoy your I enjoy your social media rants sometimes because it's it's like I it's, think, it's yeah. like it's like the ch- think, it's yeah. like the Michael Jackson meme where it's like I just showed up for the I just showed up for the comments. Eating popcorn. Yeah, eating yeah, popcorn. Yeah. I just showed up for the comments. And I enjoy them a lot, but at the same time, I recognize when I go to your comments, you're never gonna break through to anybody never. because because, never. You, I never because you don't you don't converse with them, you argue with them, and there's a difference.
0: I, I, I'm sorry. But I'm not going to, you know, have a, a conversation with somebody who's spewing absolute asinine and bullshit. And that's why you'll I never do it. And that's why I you'll never re- do it.
1: That's why you'll never reach these people. That's why you'll never be able to turn to Megan Phelps. That's if why. somebody's
0: going to tell me that the sky is red, I'm not going to be like, okay, well, let's talk about. No, fucking. No, the sky is not fucking
1: red. It is blue.
0: Look, that's the fact, but you're not right based meaning. in science, but, but you're I'm not based but, in science A
1: lot of this shit isn't based in science. Like when you're talking about like the Westboro Baptist Church There's no science involved. It's 100% belief. It's all bullshit I can and I can say the same thing for you. I, your your beliefs. You believe in God. You believe in Jesus For the most part as far as I'm concerned a lot of it's bullshit. No,
0: Go ahead preach brother. I'm, I'm a lot you. of it's
1: bullshit but I'm but like it, there's no science to be had. Like when it comes to talking, when it comes to talking to somebody who's thinking about in the Middle East joining Al Qaeda, when it comes to talking about somebody who is in the West Burbank Church, you can't talk facts because there are no facts to be had. You're talking like you're you're saying, you're making the comparison like, oh, they say the sky is red, but it's actually blue. But there's no that's that's there that's, are facts to prove that. There's no facts to prove what they what there's no facts to prove that what they're saying is not true there are no facts you have okay. to counter it with better ideas is what i'm saying there are no facts to prove that fags don't go to hell but, there okay, are no right. there are no facts okay but so that's where you counter them not with facts with better ideas you question them you say okay i hear what you're saying but why do you think that is true like i don't understand that like i can't this is what i think why do you think that is true you know what i'm saying i i do
0: but then that's that's something that's an argument you can't win
1: but she's proof that it's an argument that you can win she and she and people that she like that's what i'm trying to say that's the reason why it that's the reason why what i'm my point of this is it makes me feel better about it because she is proof you can reach people that are indebted that she grew up from the from her birth in this family from her from day one believing these things and she was there for 27 years and after. 26 27 years just people reaching out to her and conversing with her it took some time but people reaching out to her changed her mind made her rethink things made her reassess her values she is like you saying like you can't reach people like that this person and her and the family that she left with her her sister her cousins the people that left as well they're proof that you can reach people like that but, you the problem is you just don't <laughs> You just don't want to do the work like it's a time-invested no, thing like I'm
0: not good. No, why should I why the fuck? Should I try to try to argue with a wall? It's not gonna happen. Yeah, okay This one girl who you got a boner for maybe she decided to leave But look at how many are still there and you're never gonna I just mentioned that. her
1: sister left with her okay She had a cousin that left before she there are why there are there f- still there Fred are Phelps from, never be- changed
0: till the day He died so the day he you're not going to change everybody, but you're not you going to try change and converse
1: with the people that you think can you try. and That's the reason why I'm saying like, she's, she was on social media. There were people, there were people that trolled her. There people that just argued there, but there were people that conversed with her and said, okay, like that's, a, th- I think that's kind of dumb, but like, maybe did you think about it this I way? Just, I
0: get so angry. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I, I, and I, I, I'm a level headed guy and I've had, I've had conversations <laughs> with people, but it's just, the internet is a terrible place. I think the internet you, is a horrible fucking place. We mentioned it earlier in the show. Uh, there's 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 no saving it. There's killing it with fire and nothing else. I the think the internet you, is a shit
1: storm waiting to explode. I think what you don't seem you you hear me say, it, but I don't think you seem to take it in like just take it to take it to your heart is like yes there's like i get i get so angry and i just have to argue with these people but i don't think what you understand is what you're doing just reinforces the problem you're like what you're doing is basically helping them nail the wall up. It's that's time what to you're fight doing.
0: fire with fire. I'm done. I'm done holding hands and grabbing dicks. I am ready to fucking get in there and wreck shit. And
1: you're, and, and, and and you're just going to help nail the wall up. That's all it's going to be. Let there
0: be a wall. You talk about bridging the gap. I want to burn that fucking bridge to the ground. I don't want to be associated with those people. Fuck those people. I'm done with them. I'm do- they, they, they've made their bed. You can fucking lay in it. They've destroyed this this country. It's gone to shit. Thanks to them. I'm done. I'm done with these people No, if, you, if you're not smart enough by now to see all the shit that's going
1: on there You're talking it you're talking intelligence. We're talking about beliefs, okay? You can't talk intelligence when it comes to beliefs Okay, it's like I just said you can't argue your beliefs because you believe it All right, you can't you can't argue it with, with intelligence because it's a belief that you have it's you don't not see me It's not f- you don't see me arguing religion too much on there. I mean, but that's but that's that's kind of that's kind of what I'm talking about with this particular situation is what I'm saying Because it's a religion. It's a faith then then you know what F- you know what? fuck the Middle East then then at that Based on your argument fuck the Middle East fuck all the children that are over there that could join You know al-qaeda and the Isis and everything like that. They, they're never gonna change. It doesn't matter We can't reach them. No no based on your you argument, based you on your what? argument. We can reach it. Let's just drop a nuke
0: well, no, I don't okay, want, Don, I don't, I don't want okay, to destroy... The, okay, young Donnie. Just stop. Okay, just stop. young Donnie. Just stop. No, drop, drop a nuke. You think I, I'm totally against nukes in any way, shape, or form. They destroy the environment. But as for the, as for the ISIS terrorists and everything,
1: yeah. I'm sure. talking about I'm talking about... Fuck I didn't say I didn't say the isis i said the young kids that are over there that could join isis why? what i said was why what i said was based on your Would argument they do? based on your argument okay we can't reach them with their beliefs we can't reach those people over there with their beliefs we're never going to change any ideas we're never going to make it any better so fuck these young kids that could join isis and fuck these young kids that could have these beliefs Fuck them to death that's based, um, that's what i said
0: the certain sect of islam that practices sharia law and i've defended i've defended up and down i have many i have many muslim friends muslim it being muslim is not a a crime no it's not To practice islam it's fine it's just the extremists there are extremists in the islamic faith that are members of isis that are members of al-qaeda that practice sharia law and to the point where it's I don't think we can change their
1: minds. I really don't. No, you can't change the I minds. Don't fucking the think people that are embedded in there, you can't change, but you can change the minds of the younger people, the Absolutely. younger generation coming up. But that's. Brings us back to my point with the Westboro Baptist Church. You're never gonna change the. You're ne- listen. You're never gonna change. You were never gonna change Fred Phelps' mind. He was embedded with that. He was. He's like ninety years old. Lived his whole life like that. You're never gonna change the parents, but you can change the minds of the younger generation. It's you a can bad change. No, it's not a bad comparison. You can change the minds of the younger people that are in that in that are in the church the younger people the people that are you know 30 years old or younger the younger people that That what's would be willing to listen name? what's the girl's Megan, name? Phelps. Megan Phelps
0: Megan Phelps was born into
1: it Yes, <laughs> most of the people aren't born
0: into an into Isis No, they're but, young, they're and they're in, into but they're born they're recruited but they're born into those beliefs They're born into Islam Islam doesn't make you a terrorist Becoming a member of ISIS by them recruiting you. Islam does
1: not make you a terrorist, but ISIS warps Islam to reinforce our ideas. So the Westboro Baptist Church warps the Bible to... Here, adhere to their beliefs they warp the ideas of the bible to hear their beliefs you can reach the younger generation is what i'm trying to say you could reach you're not going to change the minds of the people that are 40 or 50 years old who have been in there for since their entire lives no right but you can change the minds of the younger people the people that are more open-minded the people that are younger more open-minded better ideas the Pe- people that have. young people aren't joining the wbc no i'm talking about the people that are born into it there are people that are born like i said this is proof that you can do, that there are people that are born into this. There are people that are born into this whose mind you can change. People aren't born into ISIS. I mean, maybe a No, few. people are What I'm saying is there are people that are born into the Islam religion, and ISIS uses the Islam religion to warp the way and things what are. what we
0: need to do is educate these people that you don't have to go that route. You can still practice Islam and be a contributing member of society, be a good person, without joining ISIS. You could still be a good christian and you don't have to join westboro baptist church i i don't
1: like yes and you, yes you can be a good christian without be without joining the westboro baptist church what i'm saying is the younger people that are still learning these ideas the younger people that are growing up to it you're not going to reach all of them but you can reach some of them you can reach some of these people you could change ideas you can weaken the westboro baptist church by reaching other, some of these people because like i just said like 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 Megan Phelps just uh, had said in this interview, by just spewing hate, all you're doing is just reinforcing their walls and their it's, beliefs. The
0: Westboro Baptist Church has no power. They don't. Nobody gives a shit. People get all butthurt because they see them holding up signs they don't agree with. If, if we didn't talk about them on this podcast, if Kevin Smith didn't talk about them on a podcast, if Sarah Silverman didn't talk about them on her show, then that, that nobody would know about them. Nobody would oh, fucking that's, care. That's
1: bullshit. That's bullshit.
0: We're giving them the we're giving them the But they but they've they been want. around
1: but they've been around since before we did our podcast. It's not like it's not like we're just in for, not like this is old news. Old news were the Westboro Baptist Church. It's, it's not like it's not like we're giving our They're, listeners new you the information. You said it
0: yourself that Megan Phelps said that their popularity has grown because of people in the news, people on the internet, people
1: saying I said oh, their look popularity look, has grown based on social media. Because, yes, because because people she people
0: w- are talking about social media is people talking about them. What I if nobody talked about them, then a lot of people they grew know about them.
1: they grew because she joined social media and started throwing the Westboro Baptist Church out there herself. That's how the, that's how that helped but if them grow. She
0: was throwing it out there, and nobody cared. Then she would just be throwing into the abyss. But because people are whether they're trolling or whether they're just being internet assholes, they start commenting. That's how. Listen, I just, I just recently took a, took a social media course for my work to try and get our name out there. That's how you get things done. People liking, people commenting, people sharing your posts, and that expands from there. So if she would have just put a post out there, that doesn't mean it's going to go viral or get all these people to see it. It's other people commenting on it reading it, getting pissed off, saying to their friends, look what this fucking... And that spreads. It's like it's like tree tree roots. It keeps going and it keeps going. And then maybe you'll find one idiot person that goes, you know what? Now that I see this post on Twitter,
1: I think fags are going to burn in hell.
0: Maybe I'm going to take a trip to Topeka, I don't understand the Kansas. point you're trying to
1: make, though. I don't understand the point you're trying to make.
0: I'm The point I'm trying to make is there's some people that are going to join regardless, but the majority won't. The majority won't. But but the point I'm trying to make with this is, she didn't do it. She didn't make it popular. It's people like us that did. People like us made it popular. If well, we just would have let it go, nothing would have came Well,
1: it's me. fucking news. Like, what do, you, what do you expect? It's fucking ignore news. Ignore it. It's not, news. You, it's not it. news. you can't ignore it. It's not news. You can't ignore it. It's not news. That's like saying, oh, you know, somebody uh, got robbed in the conven- by, uh, down at the convenience store the other day. Just fucking ignore it, man. If you ignore it, it's not gonna happen. That's the same How thing. How is
0: holding up a fucking sign at a funeral the same as a criminal's on the loose and he's robbing convenience stores? It is not the same at all. Somebody holds a fucking sign up. Whoop-dee-fucking-doo. How was their shit this morning, too, while you're at it, news? I don't give a damn what kind of sign somebody holds up but, but they, if somebody if somebody commits a crime because last time i checked that i'm holding a sign up is not a crime but breaking the law by robbing convenience store is a crime so but that is news
1: but holding up but holding up so holding up a sign is not news,
0: no, it's then, not stop, news. then stop
1: bringing up stop bringing up your protests on the podcast and apparently it's not news it's not news but guess what
0: just like the Westboro Baptist Church holding their sign of the God hates facts it gets the message out there because people like us talk about it and people like that retweet it people like that share it and it gets spread just like the protests protests work the see, same right now, way see right, the now you're same arguing, way.
1: right now you're arguing that the Westboro Baptist Church sucks they suck they're, they're horrible. horrible people they're horrible, they're horrible terrible people but they do a great marketing they're horrible terrible they do a great marketing, but they're horrible terrible people I'm I, my whole my whole conversation piece was you you can reach you can reach some of these people with great ideas without arguing and then you just speed it off into an argument
0: because there's some people you can't reach there's but, some people you can't yes
1: there are some people but there are some people you can reach i'm
0: I, i'm done trying i'm done trying i'm done
1: trying to reach these people
0: they're not willing to listen then
1: you can't then you can't whine about it and be, not be a so- i can most certainly whine then about it then stop being a social justice warrior if you're not going to try to change certainly ideas i
0: can be a social justice if you're not going to try
1: to change people's ideas and try to make a world a better place for you for the future then stop considering yourself a social justice not- warrior
0: like, I'm, I'm a social justice warrior because I fucking want to because they have every right to hold a sign up that says God hate fags." I'm every, I have every right in this country to get on somebody, some asshole's Facebook page and write fuck you on it. Yes, you have I every I can do that. Every right going do You have, that, every, right, to you do have
1: that. every right to do that. I'm just saying you're not helping the situation. That's all do I'm I saying. Do I have to?
0: Why, why was because I put that's in a, charge? Because a social why justice. Why was I put in charge of helping the situation? Because
1: you're, you claim to be a social justice warrior. You're a defender. My social justice you're a defender.
0: warrior, I care. I care about people's rights. I care about people being treated fairly. But we don't. The fucking rest of the country doesn't. So why should I bust my then balls? Then, if you're not going to try to make a
1: change, don't call yourself a socialist. Social, Where call yourself a social justice complainer. Then, if you're not going to try to make a change, if you're not
0: SJC,
1: yes, <laughs> social
0: justice complainer.
1: That's your new title from now on.
0: I I've had conversations with people. I've had, I've had, I had a great one actually recently with somebody about, about public education and we had a back and forth and never, it never got nasty. She never got nasty with me. I never got nasty with her, but after 22 messages back and forth, I'm realizing, you know what? I'm wasting my time. And that's fine, but you I am but, wasting my, I got better the things point to is, do with my life.
1: The point is by not arguing and insulting, you didn't do any damage. That's the point. And it's not like like did no good. Well, what I I'm no good. well here's the thing. You didn't listen to the interview. Obviously, I did, so I didn't give you as much information. It's not like she had one conversation with somebody she started questioning. We're talking like she had like a year's worth of conversations with people, and then she started changing her ideas and started thinking differently, and they were all different people. For this other person when you had your education discussion if you did that with all people you may to you you're like oh i didn't do any good it was just one i just one one comment you know one conversation i have this person but that's one of many the conversations this person might have that might help change your mind but you, the point is you didn't do any damage by arguing and insulting but you may have helped by providing different ideas and having a conversation and not because if somebody's if you're going to insult somebody they're obviously going to get defensive and they're not going to listen to anything you have to say. Now, that's something I've learned. Well, we went off on a tangent a little bit, sir. I
0: Man, fuck the Westboro Baptist Church.
1: And I fuck Isis too. <laughs> so if you want to get a hold of For Distraction and tell us what you think. What you think. Do you think you think Scott's ready? Right, Do you think I'm ready? Right? Do you think it's a? it's just wasting our breath and just filing our thumbs down to the bone, just type it away at our phones? Or do you think there's any help for these people? Email us, fordistraction at gmail.com. Head over to our Facebook and our Twitter, fordistraction at podcast, FYD. We are on SoundCloud and we are on iTunes. Search for Distraction. Rate us, like us, share us with your friends, write a comment. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Uh, head over to, I think the site might still be at BREEL Network.com. If it's not up, head over to the Movie Guys Podcast on Podbean. I think that's Podbean.com slash Movie guy, Guys Podcast. Uh, we've got a lot of great shows on there. Share it with your friends. It's a great network.
0: The beer of the show is from the Trogs. Independent Brewing Company in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It was the Sunshine Pills. So big shout out to all the fools yes.
1: down at the Trove. Was a was a nice casual beer.
0: Yeah, good shit. Good shit, Adam. Oh yeah, another good one. It's another one. It's another one. It's another one. Hey, what number is this? Ninety-nine. I got ninety-nine podcasts. but hundred is next? so what are we doing for a special 100
1: you know we we may have some things planned you know we may have some things coming up uh we're nothing set in stone um i believe next week we're going to be doing a throwback cinema oh
0: uh, we haven't done one of those in a hot minute
1: yeah we're trying to bring some more of these special shows back uh, scott why don't you tell them what you what we're doing so that they can watch the movie before we uh they listen to the show
0: so for those of you who are a little bit new because we haven't done a throwback cinema in, in quite a while what we do for throwback cinemas, it started when sometimes Adam and I would recap a newer movie that we'd both seen, and, and some of our friends and listeners would say, hey, I had to turn the podcast off because I haven't seen that movie yet. Yeah. So we thought about it, and we're like, you know what? Let's go back, and we will talk about and review great classic films that everybody should have seen by now. If you haven't seen it by now, it's your own damn fault. So we go back and we take good films that we all love and we talk about them. We discuss them. And that way people can listen to the podcast and know what the fuck (coughs) we're talking about. So we are going to be doing, are you ready? Drum roll. Men in Black. MIB is back. We're going to do Men in Black as our next, uh, Throwback cinema. So I'm looking forward to that. So between now and next week, if you want to rewatch it with us, because we're both going to rewatch it to refresh our memory, even though I've seen it probably 20 times. It's oh, yeah. a great movie. We'll rewatch it, you rewatch it with us, and then we'll review the podcast.
1: Yeah, I think uh if you do not own the movie, which if you don't, what's wrong with you, sir or ma'am? uh it should be on netflix and maybe hulu right now i believe i know it's definitely on netflix so
0: it's also on my i don't actually speak for everybody but on my cable it was on demand so i watch it on demand there too so it's, it's an easy one to get 1997 film cable so you're,
1: you're a man of the past sir
0: love it hold on to it
1: some people you just can't change